What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome in to Ticket Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith. I am in studio from 6 to 8. You can live stream us um, or tune in. You can live stream on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, or tune in to uh, 93.7 The Ticket. And I am joined with Big Sky and Nick Sainert. Schnert. Um, guys, <laughs> how are we doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, it's been an exciting Monday. Husker football gets a couple commits. Don't give away the news yet. I'm sorry. I'm literally asking how you're doing. I did what I am doing well, Nicole. How are you? Okay, good. He's truly turning into Happer with that kind of behavior. Yes, just ruining. I it's my show. No, are you going to take sorry. over the uh, interview with uh, one of our guests later? Not are you going to give away the no? We have a guest I, I now very too? strategically did that. <laughs> nice work, this guy. Nice work. So I could give away I've, the guess. I've worked with you long enough, Nicole. And I know. Thank I know. You. I asked how you're doing, and that's all I asked. I'm doing well. I was elaborating on how I'm doing. Okay, I didn't ask that. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Um, we have today's show is um a little different. I'm really full of energy right now. Um, I don't know why, but you have um a full energy Nicole Griffith for the next two hours. And then um, the first hour will be normal, um, kind of just like ticket weeknights. And then the second hour uh, is the Nebraska men's basketball postgame show here. So DP will join, and then um, Strick will probably join. I haven't hosted it before. I'm going to be hosting it next um, next hour, so not nervous at all. It should be fine. Nebraska is down at half, 45 to 30, 39, 38 yes. at, at halftime against Indiana. They got an early tip at 5 o'clock today. So Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a lot of stuff going on. So um, an exciting exciting show ahead for you guys so we'll start we'll talk um as nick mentioned um we'll talk a little nebraska football and then um at 6 25 our first guest of the day um is nicklin hames of nebraska volleyball she is coming in studio so we'll have nick nicole and nicklin wow and big sky <laughs> uh what's your middle name not anything that goes with that scheme okay. what is your middle name it's, uh, that's information that I don't need people knowing. I kind of forget sometimes that Big Sky's name is Ethan. Yes, that's the thing. I will when I email him the outline. I type in Big Sky in my email, and then and nothing, <laughs> and comes nothing pops up. up. I was uh, when I got the ticket official email. I was surprised that Mark didn't make it Big Sky. Big at the Sky ticket the ticket. Well, I actually thanked him for it. What's your middle name to start with? Jay. Jay. James. Is it Jay? No. Okay. Anyways, it's we're Ethan Petrick. Ethan J. Foreman Petrick. Big wow. J. Foreman fans. <laughs> I, I, I was like, wait, really? That's cool. Okay, we digress. Um, Nicklin Hames is joining us um, in the second segment at 625. And then we have On the Fly with Big Sky at 645. We'll see if Big Sky has prepped for that. We might have Nicklin just run over. Um, we'll see, how, we'll see that, how it goes. That'll be my first On the Fly. Because the first week that I did the show with you, Nicole, 
Big Sky was out of town. Last week, Jake was there at Upside. I was not part of the show. But you were there. I was there, but I was not participating in the in the game. What did we? Was there not a show when I had influenza? I'm pretty no, sure there was a show when no, I there was. was That's that was me. But we didn't do on yeah. the fly. But we didn't do on the fly. So I wasn't out of town. I was ill. Okay, my bad. Oh. I, I was bed laden. You were not here. But you're doing better now. Yes. Good. It's and it's it was two weeks ago. You're here. Well, you never. I had pneumonia one time in college, and I it's it took a while to recover. So well, pneumonia is a little bit more serious than influenza. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to say that I care. No, you're good. I appreciate your caring. Thank you. And then 7 o'clock, Nebraska men's basketball postgame show with DP and Strick and myself. Bach um, letting him get out early. And, you know, Nebraska hasn't had like a 5 o'clock Monday game Mm -mm. in a while. So kind of an exciting show, and we'll see how that goes. So I am full of energy. It's great. I was going to start off talking with Wild Card Weekend because I mm-hmm. thought there was going to be like no exciting information really to talk about today, but I was wrong. Nebraska does get a commit. They get Chubba Purdy out of Florida State. He is now joining Mark Whipple's quarterback room that is pretty full right now. Um, I'm maybe expecting Logan Smothers to maybe hit the portal um someone else in that room to hit the portal you do have a question on the text on the text line okay John McWilliams where does Logan Smothers fit in with this newest commit (laughs) I like Logan and would hate to see him leave the program yeah that's a good Mm -hmm. question so um Nebraska has two quarterbacks or I mean they had more than two but now they have two new transfer commits in Casey Thompson out of Texas and um Chubba Purdy out of Florida State Logan Smothers, I I feel bad for him. I yeah. feel like this is – I would be really annoyed if I was him going through this whole process why everyone's like, Nebraska needs a quarterback. Nebraska needs a quarterback. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. hey, what about me? What about um, the Texas the, – who is the Texas kid? Casey Thompson. Uh, no, the – the one they Richard Torres. oh Richard Torres yes I just said Casey Thompson I um, apologize Richie Richard Torres and then um, okay yeah you guys are shaking your head I don't know where that sits Logan Smothers at I he got some play time last year or I guess this past season um, he played in the final game against Iowa didn't lose them the game didn't mm-hmm. win them the game so. It's interesting. I feel like maybe Scott Frost is just pulling like no it's it's win or he's gone. So he is just trying to pull up every stop that he can think of. And I think it should be known that Mark Whipple doesn't wear shoes. So Yeah, I saw that tweet. Where where's the origin of that? What what are we doing? So here? he tweeted with Chuba or else it was Casey. That's right. And That's he didn't right. And he had shoes on. on. Yes, out in front of the trophy case. Yeah, I, I'm really interested though. Logan Smothers. Um, I'm also somewhat interested in Heinrich Harburg because that mm-hmm. is kind of the second name that's been floated around. Because now Nebraska has five scholarship quarterbacks. Um, like you said, Richard Torres, Purdy, Harburg, Smothers, and Casey Thompson. So you wonder where that puts those guys like Heinrich Harburg, like Logan Smothers, and like you said, Nicole. In terms of feeling bad for Logan Smothers. It wasn't even just the fan base saying Nebraska needs a quarterback. It was the coaching staff saying Nebraska, we need a quarterback. We need not one guy, but we need two guys. And what's the point of, and forgive me if I'm being like, I didn't play college football, nor did I play football. Breaking news, I know. Why do they need two transfer quarterbacks? Well, I think a big thing is depth. 
Um, I think it says a lot about how they feel about the guys beneath the starter, whoever that starter is. Because if you look at what's behind Casey Thompson, because let's just assume that he's the starter, they must not feel confident in Logan Smothers. We saw it kind of against Iowa, running the ball 25 times with the quarterback isn't a sustainable um, form of offense. And then you look behind him, they must not be confident. Chubba Purdy's a guy that brings four years of eligibility with him. And so when you look at depth... And Casey brings... Two. So... If the staff is fortunate enough to make it past year five, which I think we all are hoping for, because that means Nebraska is winning, then maybe they develop are able to develop a guy like Chubba Purdy in two years. Unfortunately, Scott Frost, I understand it's been a different staff, but they haven't been able to develop many guys. Yeah. Yeah, especially quarterbacks. And that's Logan falls under the Logan and Heinrich fall under the coaching staff. Well, like the Verduzco. Yes. And yeah. So it's interesting. That's a good question. Yeah. How, how much, how excited do you get for a guy like Chubba Purdy? Nick was very excited. No, no, no. Because this was, I, I mentioned before on we went on. Yeah, no, I mentioned before we went on the air that me and Bach and, and Big Sky kind of got into a little bit earlier with Chubba. Yeah, you guys are fighting. We're, no, we're not fighting on this show. Yeah, no, no, no. We weren't fighting, definitely not. But on mine, we're not going to. So No, I'm, no. I'm just curious, like, how much does it move the needle for you, a guy like Chubba Purdy, seeing his commitment? It doesn't. I am not a big recruiter. Yeah. I'm not – like, I feel like we hear so many names, and with the transfer portal, we hear so many names, and nothing happens. That And that's kind of like been a Sevian knock of the Morrison. staff. This, that's just been a knock of the staff. And that goes, you can point back to that development, I suppose. But yeah, you're right, right. Sevion Morrison. And when you look at the scholarship, what, Big Sky? She's literally saying everything in, that you you were yeah. saying, and you're just eating it up. I, I, I'm just enjoying it. Wait, you're saying what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we're on the same page. Yeah. We're on the same Nick page. I want I like I want to see results. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think and a lot of Husker fans... Are in the same boat, and I understand it's the off season, so you have to take it, you know, take your victories as they come. And men's basketball is not doing amazing. Yes, women's basketball is doing amazing. But, do we, you do know, we get to talk about that today? Is that in the rundown? Uh, if we get it, it's in the extras. Okay, perfect. So my show got kind of yeah cramped, thrown off with the post game show, which is totally fine, totally fine. But I have a feeling women's basketball will be winning. Yeah, and we'll continue to talk about them. But I think Husker Nation. It's just like for football, they're just like starving for good information good and yeah. or good, good goodness yeah. to lean on. And they're like Chubba Purdy and Casey Tom, like they're ready to like buy their tickets to um, the Big Ten championship. But well, it's that's, like that's a big thing. Is it's like, so far away. Yeah, and that's the big thing is every year. Big Sky and I just talked about this a couple little bit ago. It was the whole. On paper, Nebraska should be winning football games. Nebraska has the talent in the rooms to win eight, nine games every year. They have the ability. But for some reason, there's always this disconnect every single season. And it's it's tiring. I think that's like mentally exhausting as a Husker fan, Husker football fan, every single year when you get this buildup. And, and right, maybe it's rightfully so. You have this buildup of all this talent. And you see on paper, okay, this guy, he's proven as a as a strong player, strong athlete. But then once he comes to Nebraska, there's some disconnect there, 
and, and nobody I'm not sure anybody has an answer uh, as to why it is and that's kind of how it was with the running back room group and uh, well, yeah. not not to throw like shade at Ryan Held but it's like they have a ton of running backs and they're like touting these ones running backs around and then nothing really happens and then like mm-hmm. when when the quarterback room with Adrian and um, McCaffrey and then you know they're both gone and it just seems like Nothing has really clicked, and this is going to be my fourth football season covering Nebraska coming up. So I have covered five and seven, three and five pandemic, yes, and then three and nine, and it's just how you say it's like mentally exhausting. I mean, it's mentally exhausting from the media perspective. I know we're supposed to be like unbiased and mm-hmm. just you know cover it, but covering losses, breaking news is not fun. No, and it's not fun to like get up and shoot pregame and go and you know blow out your coverage for a three and nine team so maybe the trouble pretty thing should excite me but i just feel like right now i'm in a prove prove it stage we don't mark whipple has been around the block we know he's coached in the pros he's coached the in the pro bowl he's coached like ben roethlisberger tom brady drew Brees, um heisman trophy candidate but for some reason, it seems like things don't translate right, well at Nebraska. It's the disconnect, yeah. And and what makes this even more fascinating is the scholarship, because Nicole, I haven't told you this. They, I'm fascinated by Nick, this. Nick's just so eager. Okay, I am fascinated by their scholarship distribution chart right now, because they keep adding guys from the transfer portal. They just added another defensive back this late this afternoon. That puts them seven over the limit. So that means there's going to be at least seven guys that are on the roster right now that aren't there. That are not on the roster. Or either demoted, demoted if that's the right word, they get their scholarship taken away. Mm-hmm. And it, it will, it's going to just be fascinating, and, and part of that may be the, the quarterbacks, but it's just going to be fascinating to see who leaves, who is pushed out the door. Or who goes out the door. Exactly. One of those people, Will Honus today announcing that he is entering the portal Mm -hmm. he has suffered injuries he's torn he's had three acl tears i believe um which is awful and he's hey kudos for him to still want to play football he's played two like really had two of his four years at nebraska has not he's been injured Mm -hmm. so um wishing will the best i had a great time um with him doing a story on him at the nebraska road race this past summer, him and uh, Nick um, Henrich, Henrich yeah. um, have a really cool connection at the road race. So um, wishing Will Honus the best. He's ent- entering the portal, um, but the people coming in this weekend, um, you know, they had official visits. Um, well, they're like Chubba Purdy was really the only one who like hasn't committed yet, and then he commits today. But mm-hmm. Trey Palmer was in town. DeColdis Crawford was in town. DeColdis to ever do it? Oh, my gosh. Ew, don't say His that. middle name's actually Juan. <laughs> We did the research on this show before. Is it actually? No way. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah, that's I, I got that well sourced. That's, I had, that's okay, three I've different heard companies. That. I've seen that, but I don't know if I <laughs> believe that. I twenty four seven rivals and one sports all reported that it was one. And like had a specific Is it paragraph. With a J or with a O? J. Like Juan. Juan, yeah. J U A N. That is fantastic. I I will say this about Will Honus. Something that people aren't thinking about. He's on year seven. And now he has to go super, super senior. Yes, but like now he has to go to a new place, and whether it was he walked out or whether he got kind of pushed out, um, he has to go to a new place now and start over. Mm -hmm. 
for one season. And so that there's a part of my heart that's like, man, this kind of this it really sucks for this guy part because of the heart. <laughs> part of the heart because it's like this guy put his heart and his soul into Nebraska for four years after I think he was at Butler Community College in Kansas, and now he has to leave and for one season he has to start somewhere new mm-hmm. and uh, probably a, a place not even close to Nebraska because he's a seventh year guy with with a lot of injury and history. a late entry to the portal. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, people are going to keep entering the portal, which is so interesting. Like, school starts tomorrow. Yes, it does. And people are entering class. the class. <laughs> do you have your COVID test done? I do. Good job. I am negativo. You have to have COVID tests, I'm assuming, to go back? Yeah, to, to head to class. I only have one in person, though, so it's kind of interesting because one of my classes got moved online, so it's what? kind of interesting. How many cre- – okay, no, we're getting off track. 18. So, school start. you're taking 18, and you have a full-time job here? I am. Wow. A lot of onlines. Okay. That that literally all of them but one. Mass so, media law. I had media law and ethics. I remember taking that. Big really Sky, did you take mass media law? You have to, Everyone right? has to. It's a requirement. <laughs> is yeah. it is it tough? Uh, well, th- there's a different grade scale for that one, so go check that on the syllabus. Um, because what is normally a like B is actually still an A. And so, oh. so it's, it's I think a, 50 per- a 55% is passing in that class. All right, cool. Um, but also... Your professor is the guy who wrote the book. That's and he's nice. Very, it's John Bender, I'm assuming, unless yes. he retired. John Bender, he's uh, very well respected, and he knows his stuff very well. So right. don't disagree with him, and make sure you do all of the homework. All there's, right, a lot, there's a lot of extra stuff. I didn't mean to get off track, nope. Nicole. I'm sorry. Just digressing. It's fine. I'm just in- it's just interesting. So like, are a lot of the football players and athletes just across the board taking online classes? Because like, did Chuba not leave? Did he just stay? Because school starts tomorrow. I don't know. Did he like go back home? He and then, he is where's he from? Arizona. He's in Arizona packing up things. Today. I guess. He was here literally two days ago. Yes. And now he's coming back. Now he's coming back. Wasn't wasn't it leaked that he was already in like the school's directory? That only means you're accepted. Yeah. That only means that you're accepted. So all that uh detective work that those it, it's, fake it, Twitter accounts did. It, it shows the le- it shows the legitimacy of their interest, but it's it's not yeah. uh, hard and fast because he's probably in the OU student directory as well. Because if that that was his number two, he has to know if he's accepted to the university before he announces he's transferring. I'm sure they're probably accepted, but I'm sure as well. So, people. Anyways, oh, circling back back to Will Honus entering the transfer portal. Portal names are or portal watch is still going to happen through like school starts tomorrow mm-hmm. and then through spring ball. Like, you're still yeah. going to get it in the spring and summer. Well, and that's one thing about the quarterbacks. When we're talking about the quarterbacks, Losmo and, and Harburg and those guys, um, Logan Ew. Smothers, Ew. Uh, when you're no. talking about those guys, is there's a chance that they go throughout spring ball, see where they're at on the depth chart, and then enter the portal after the spring ball. It, portal watch doesn't ever stop. Portal season. So, okay. Great show so far. Nebraska, a quick score update. Nebraska-Indiana, um, just out of halftime. It is 50-43 Indiana with just under sixteen four minutes into the game, into the second half. So that's your update. Um, We're going to take a break. Uh, we have Nicklin Hames in studio. She is here. We are going to ask her a ton of questions, so they won't be hard. And we are going to take a break. We have Nicklin Hames with the volleyball team. And then coming up at 7 is the men's basketball postgame show. So stay with us. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. 
Welcome back into the Ticket Weeknights. I'm Nicole Griffith, joined alongside Nick and Big Sky, and really excited to bring in our first guest today, Nicklin Hames of Nebraska Volleyball, joining us in studio. Nicklin, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime, anytime you want to come hang out, you can. It's um, Nick, Nicole, and Nicklin, and Big Sky. So we might have to change your name. Yeah, we need to think of a new nickname for you. Nick Sky. That's a good one. What? Um, just go with it. I feel a little weird with that one, but we'll call it good. So, not to bury the lead, we just found out Nicklin's birthday's tomorrow, mm-hmm. and Woo! you start school on Yay. your birthday. Are you going to celebrate? <laughs> I'm going to celebrate by going to class because I'm a student athlete, nice. and I have yoga bright and early in the morning at 9:30 so that's how i'm going to bright and early yeah. so okay where do you have yoga class it is in the rec center somewhere mm. that will be a nine o'clock thing to figure out <laughs> i'm really bad about finding my classes i always show up late so hopefully this year is my year for <laughs> showing up on time <laughs> this semester <laughs> um awesome. okay so what are you majoring in we should know this Yeah, so I'm majoring in human development, like child youth family studies, and then I'm a minor in psych and sociology. And so you have to take yoga, Mm -hmm. or you get to. Yeah. What other class, what's your like semester, how does it work, I guess, with the spring versus the fall when you guys, I guess you played in like the spring, this like past year, but last year, but how like. Do you usually take online classes? Do you usually go in for class? How does that usually work? Yeah. Um, since COVID, we've done a lot more online. Well, I've opted into the online. I love the online. I had CPR last semester, and that was the first time I'd been in person since COVID had hit. It felt so weird. Like, I had to scan my end card. I was like, what's going on? But I'm mainly online except my little yoga in my bug lab because I had to take one science to graduate, and that was the one class I needed, and I waited to the last minute, and so taking bug lab in person this that's semester. Am- amazing that's all, that's all i want to talk about lab. for the next 20 minutes is bug that's lab awesome. so oh, yeah i gotta collect 35 bugs i think it is this semester you just go out there with like a little net and but catch it's them. just Hold any out. of them well, yeah you have to have like a bunch of different species and wow it, it's intense but and they're then, all available in nebraska um let's hope let's hope so <laughs> let's hope for my grade that <laughs> they're all road available trip in road trip to wherever <laughs> some beetle is so good luck with that Good luck. Thank Happy you. early birthday. That's awesome. Um, so you're not leaving us yet. You are um, one of Husker Nation's favorite, just favorite players, favorite athletes. What you teased, you're joining. Well, okay. First of all, your father leaked <laughs> this information. How, what went through your mind when the, I couldn't even imagine my dad like leaking information about me on a podcast. So how did you find that out? And what did you tell your dad? (laughs) Well, first of all, my dad did the podcast. And then a day later, he decided that he was going to go on a fishing trip in the middle of nowhere in Argentina with his friends. So he was gone. Didn't know what was happening. He didn't have any (laughs) cell service. He's just out there fly fishing. And he's exposing my news out to everybody. And then I'm like seeing these tweets about myself. And I was like, wait, did I post something? (laughs) Like, I don't think I posted it. And then it was like. Nicklin Hames' dad announces on this podcast. And I was like, oh, no. And I'm like texting me. I'm like, I need something to post tomorrow. My dad leaked this information to everybody. So but were you mad or were you just kind of like, that's typical? Or I like wasn't mad. I was like, ah, at least it's out now. So I was going to say, so when, what was, did you have a plan of when it was going to be announced? 
I did not. Okay. It kind of rushed me a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I didn't, I was just kind of going with it. I had decided a couple days earlier and then. So yeah. he's like, we're full send. Yeah. She's decided and yeah. now we're doing this. We can tell everybody. Yep. So what um, that entails, you, your post was so funny. You're like previously or like already announced by <laughs> her father. Um, new position in 2022. Um, I got a tweet. Someone asked, ask Nicklin what position she's playing. So take it away. What position <laughs> yeah, are you playing? So I'm not setting anymore. Um, probably in the back row. Might be a serving sub. I'm going to see how good my passing is after four years of not doing it so that'll be interesting but I'm gonna trade in the back row I don't have huge expectations for my role on the court um just kind of gonna go with it work my hardest and see where it takes me how hard or easy of a decision was that for you because you've I I only have so coming up is my fourth football season I you know we base everything off of football is like my first football my fourth football season my fourth volleyball season and I only know Nebraska athletics as you setting for volleyball so how was it were you just like it's time it's been four years there or was that a harder decision to make yeah uh it kind of went back and forth but when I reflected on it I was like it's it's time um it's been four years and me being done setting is is what's best for the program going forward you know they weren't expecting me to be here for a fifth year and I'm okay with that I'm just grateful that I get the opportunity to come back and play another year they can't get rid of me yet but um I'm excited to see where this program goes with with Kennedy or Ani setting what what was what were the conversations with coach Cook like walk us through those what what did he have to tell you about just your career and why they were willing to have you for another year yeah, um, we can't. You, she, she walks into Cook's office and she's like, "You're gonna get rid yeah, of me." Yeah, you're gonna give me. You're gonna you're gonna let me back. <laughs> you're gonna let me go. That's yeah. not gonna happen. I'm not turning my jerseys. You yeah. can't tell me to leave. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we just had a meeting after season. Um, how quick are those? Like, we got back and we went to um, Pinnacle Bank and did. Yeah, the, the basketball thing, thing. The basketball thing at the at women, the women's game. Yeah, and then we had meetings like right after that. Oh my like gosh. How do you even process there. what just happened in the last 24 hours? It was like so emotional because we got done with the championship and then we like flew back and then we had a meeting. We got canes, which like that was like the best part of the whole day. We got, they brought us canes <laughs> and then they're Tyler, like prepping you yes, for prepping like, us. They're like yeah. we have to meet at Devaney. And then we were like, okay, we're sitting there we're like, oh, something's about to happen. They're like, Tyler's like, I'm leaving. Sorry, guy. Like, he's like, sorry, I'm leaving. Like, he told us he's leaving. So then we're all like already emotional. And then Nuani, like our nutritionist, is like, yeah, I'm leaving too. And we're all just like, <laughs> and like, okay, now you need to go to um, Pinnacle Bank and get ready. Oh, <laughs> so you knew about Coach Hildebrand before? They oh. literally dropped it right before we went out. We wow. Like, <laughs> They're just so emotional from the the long day of traveling. Like. If you like see look at the picture closely, like you can see all our eyes are like really red and puffy and our hair is like all over the place and we're just like we could just see we were in emotional distress out there. I was like, they just look really tired. That's wild. Yeah. So it was an emotional roller coaster there and then we had the meetings after. But yeah, we just coach knew that I wanted to be a coach in the future. Mm-hmm. Um and so he, when he offered me the opportunity to be able to GA it was really hard for me to turn down, um, which I think means he really wants me to stay. That's how I took it. <laughs> doesn't want you to leave. He doesn't want me to leave. And then, so not setting anymore. This is Nicklin Hames of Nebraska Volleyball joining us on the ticket. And um, 
So 2022, you will have new position, not setting, potentially back row, maybe serving sub, maybe just best cheerleader Nebraska dance ever mom seen. on the corner. Yep. Um, and then in 2023, you you're still sticking around, and you're going to be a grad assistant. So more bug classes or <laughs> what? Hope not. More yoga. <laughs> more yoga. Walk us through. So Tyler was the setters coach, and um, how great of an opportunity! I guess I was surprised. I mean that he was leaving, and he's he's going to um, Long Beach, where he is is where he's an alum from. But what? How has he meant to you in the program, like in you as the program and your development? But then, um, you know, finding out that he's leaving the day after the national championship. Yeah. Tyler, um, he means the world to me. He's one of my favorite coaches of all time. I mean, we went through this whole journey last year of changing my setting, changing my mindset, and there were some days I felt like I was getting worse, but he was always there to pick me up and just really encouraging. And one thing I love about Tyler is it's not always about the volleyball lessons. It's not always about volleyball. It's about how you can relate it to life. And so I just learned so much from from him and his time here. And and that just show me, shows me that how great he is going to be as a head coach. I mean, he's going to do amazing things. And obviously, I'm really, really sad to see him go. But I'm, I'm really happy. And he really deserves this. And Jalen Ray is moving up. Um, mm-hmm. Did you expect that? Or um, he's put in – he's been here for four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been here since my freshman year. Yeah, so yeah. one season before. But um, did it just kind of feel like he earned that? He's worked his – but off for lack of a better <laughs> phrase to be the main assistant coach. Yeah, he I mean Jay, we couldn't survive without Jalen. I mean, he brings energy. I always joke he's like a 12-year-old child. I wish you guys could see him in practice and just the way he acts. He's hilarious, but he's worked so hard and learned under coach and under Tyler and I think he's ready for this next step. We were joking with him that he's like the longest assistant that's ever been in Nebraska. <laughs> You mentioned that it's your time to move on from setting specifically, and it's Kennedy Orr's time. Talk about her, because she's younger. What, what advice have you given her? How close are you going to be connected in teaching her just kind of the ropes since you're pretty experienced yourself? Yeah, I mean, Kennedy, is, is, she's a stud. I mean, she's so athletic, and, you know, she she went through it a lot this year with her ACL and getting back from that, and I'm excited. Our we called the little setter group. We're really close. We have all these matching shirts, and we're the best group. Um, but I'm just excited to be able to help her out. You know, my freshman year, I went through it. There's a lot of expectations, a lot of pressures um, when you start as setter, and and it's hard, especially at Nebraska. And so, just being able to give her um, that confidence that she can do it, and be there, and have her back throughout it all. How do your guys's styles differ? Ani and yours and um, Kennedy's like. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You probably want, you know, coach has like a system that you want to run, and but you guys are all different. So will we kind of see any changes or do they try to kind of mold the setter position? Yeah, I would say there'll be like little differences, um, but I think overall the system will stay the same. Will Kennedy get um, as many digs as you? Probably. I'm going to make sure she does. I'm going to make sure she does. Setter defense is important at Nebraska. We're going to carry that on. It's like set, what is it, one dig, one or one 
point a set. What is it? One kill a set you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so I want to ask a little bit of a bigger picture question because it's something that gets overlooked. What is the expectation to as a Husker volleyball player at, at a program like Nebraska? What is the expectation that Coach Cook and, and the rest of the coaches hold you guys to? But then also, what does it take – um, to be a Nebraska volleyball player in terms of expectations and standards? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it takes an insane amount of commitment. You really have to love the sport. Um, and, you know, the expectation every year is to win a national championship. Um, we always joked in the locker room, it was like if we lose three games, it's like a failure of a season because um, that's kind of how we take it. You know, we don't like to lose, and at the end of the day, we want to we want to win, and we've been so close these past couple years, and – um, I think this next year that that's going to be the same goal. And, you know, we, we like to hold each other accountable. And um, I just think we have this culture that maybe a lot of other teams don't have. And we have that culture in set. And coming into the program, I remember my freshman, you know how it goes at Nebraska Volleyball. And you're expected to live up to those standards. Mm-hmm. Walk us through this past season, the national championship run. When did you guys – because I remember when you guys lost three in a row – before conference play and it's just like what is going on and like uh, Lauren Severance was out and you know coach Cook was messing with the rotation and trying to figure out what he wanted to do but when did you when did you think or did you even know that you guys were going to knock off Texas and knock off Pitt and play Wisconsin in the national title when did you guys really feel like you turned this past this season I think our last Big Ten game when we played Purdue. We had played Wisconsin a lot better at Wisconsin than we had past couple games. Then, you know, once you lose a game like that, especially Big Ten was on the line there, and then you turn around and you have to play Purdue. On the road, right? It on was the like road. the next day. Yeah, it was the next day. That, that tests you as a team a lot, and we turned around and we played great against Purdue. And then going into the postseason, going into Texas, I think that's when it was, like, solidified. Like, okay, we're doing this. And – we, we played out of our minds that game, and the whole season we had struggled playing like we practiced. We practiced great and then not kind of transferred over into the game. And I think the Texas game, we really did that, and you could just feel the joy that we had playing that game. I, I, that game might be my favorite I've ever played at Nebraska just because of the joy and the unity of our team. I was going to say, like, what is your, maybe your – I mean, you're not retiring and you're not leaving, but people are always like, what's your favorite memory? What's your favorite game? What's your favorite moment? What what sticks out to you from this season? Obviously, it's like, duh, the national championship. Mm-hmm. or But, like, maybe maybe not. Maybe there's another other times that moment stuck out to you more. Yeah, I would, I would say the Texas game because, like you said, we lost three games at the beginning of the season. If you would have asked ten people if we were to beat Texas, eight of them probably would have said no. Like, maybe two Nebraska fans would have been like, yeah, they got it, but maybe not. But I felt like that game was kind of a turning point and a statement um, for our team and our program. And that game was so huge because the last two years, that's the game that we had lost going into the Final Four. And it just felt like we were so close and we hadn't played great in that Elite Eight final game. Um, And to go out there and play good at Texas and the crowd is insane and they're yelling at you and the gym's hot and – to take down Texas, I mean, that was just a really special moment. Talk about Lauren and Lexi and their willingness to embrace their roles, right? Because now you're going to be stepping into a similar role. So how, how important was that, them embracing their, their role, whatever it may be, into that success of last season? 
Yeah. Um, every year we always talk about that. It's always we over me. It's always about the team and that comes first and you, everyone understands what their roles are. I think that's really important going into it. They know, they understand and know what their roles are. And if that changes and changes, then they know what their new role is. And, um, so then there's no confusion or animosity or anything like that. I think this year, everyone wanted the best for who was ever, whoever was out there because we knew how hard each other was working and we have so much respect for each other and love that we were just happy um with how it was going and so yeah I just think it's the we over me and just it goes back to the culture of this program you know that's expected and people are willing to do that that's awesome we are joined with Nicklin Hames Nebraska Volleyball you can call or text if anyone has any questions 402-464-5685 we are going to take a break Mm -hmm. and then um Nicklin will I might keep you for the next segment, if that's okay. We have some more questions (laughs) about the future of Nebraska volleyball. So we're going to take a break, and we will be back after this. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back into the Ticket Weeknights. I'm laughing because Nicklin Hames is kind of funny. Um, it just comes out of nowhere. Uh, we have Nick, Nicklin, and Nicole and Big Sky. This is the um, final segment of – so tonight's show is kind of different. Um, coming up at 7, we will have um, the Nebraska postgame, men's basketball postgame show. They are down against Indiana. They are within – it is 10 points now, 68-58 with 750 left in the game. So Nebraska trying to snap um, an 0 and 7 streak in Big 10 conference play. But you know positive positive thoughts. Um Nicklin Hames is joined with is joining us um, for the second uh, the third segment. We just kept her longer. So if you have any questions, call or text in 402-464-5685. Nicklin, what does the future hold? Not for you because that's stressful. For Nebraska volleyball. <laughs> That's a little easier, right? That is stressful to think about. Um, yeah, people have been asking me too, like, what are you doing for your grad like program? I'm like, that's a great question. That's a two <laughs> years. <laughs> tell me what I'm gonna do. Um, Maybe you'll enjoy the bug yeah. insect class so much. Yeah. You might but become a biologist and be out in the about in UNL Extension, <laughs> looking at pretty soon. Nicklin's who? She's gonna be the yeah. the the. I don't know what a. You guys bug see me? person. A bug person. You guys we, see me on the side of the road with and a thing. Just the net. With the net. Just you didn't see me. That wasn't me. Entomologist. Tra- entomologist. Entomology. You're trading in the volleyball net for yeah. the bug yeah. net. So yep. <laughs> the little square one that you get in those little packs that you can get She's at Walmart. She's like hunched over at Holmes Lake, like in the rocks. <laughs> it's like, wait, are you Nicklin Hames? Yeah, I used to play volleyball. No, 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 the entomologist. <laughs> I only know you from bugs. <laughs> You had a thing on National Geographic. <laughs> That's a, we do do stories at 1011 on ticks, so we can bring you in. That's awesome. Anyway, okay, so anyways, <laughs> Nebraska Volleyball freshmen got a lot of great playing time this year. What do, where do you think this program um, is headed or is staying? Yeah, um, I think this program is heading to National Championship next year, <laughs> Omaha 2022. 
Yep. 2022. And, you know, I mean, they gained a lot of experience this year. And, like, most of the time I forgot they were freshmen, which is huge. I mean, they just held themselves with a lot of confidence. And they were leaders out there at times. And they really stepped up in big moments, which I think is really important. And as freshmen, that's really hard to do because you, you struggle with your confidence a little bit and the expectations and the pressures. Um, but then we have great recruiting classes coming in after that. And so I just think it's going to keep going up. How exciting is it for Maddie Kubik to have her sister join? I think that it's really exciting. I, I'm excited to see how they interact because I know if it was my sister, it would, it would be very interesting. Because <laughs> like, your sister was played at Pepperdine, yeah, right? she's still there. Yeah, We're 15 months apart, so like we used to play like beach in high school together, and it was just interesting. Didn't like, work. We, you know, we would yell at each other <laughs> the entire time. Had to like separate us, so it'll be interesting. But I'm really ex- – I think Hayden really loves Nebraska, and Maddie told this really cool story that like Hayden, when she was younger, had like wrote in her journal, like, I'm going to play at Nebraska Volleyball. So I think it's like really cool for her to finally be here. And they're on – they're here, right? They – start school tomorrow so mm-hmm. they it's just I think like the season is oh you know volleyball's over like we're not going to see you guys until like maybe availability in July and then like media day and because I guess August I don't know, everything's just like weird this year but or is going back to normal but it's like no you guys have already had your meetings you guys are already like shifted into what's next and it's just keeps going yeah Beach season. Here we come. Are Hawaii. You, are you playing? I am. So why don't we like do make a bigger deal out of beach? I don't know. Beach is so fun. Because it's like in a little room, isn't it? Yeah. So it's With, like, connected like, to our weight room. Like fake. It's like a fake wall that like looks like the, the beach. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. I thought you meant like side walls and I'm like, No, like there's a like a big. Yeah, yeah. On the back. Yeah. I, I have yeah. seen pictures. The sun mm-hmm. and palm trees Our indoor you know it might be negative 20 outside but you know we're playing on the beach on the inside so it's all good <laughs> it's just so funny though too because we like practice indoor the entire beach season and then we like go somewhere and there's wind and we're like uh, <laughs> how do we play what are we doing because it literally moves the ball so much and we're like can't even serve it over the net so maybe we'll practice outside a couple more times this year you go to Holmes Lake they yeah. have a they have some nets over there so who does everyone play beach how do they pick yeah it's i have never (laughs) been to a beach game so so there's five teams that like count for points or whatever and then there's like a six team that like sometimes the six is just play that's like if you want to like meet the get them practice so it'll be five teams that'll play those a ones twos threes fours fives and then yeah so i don't even i feel like it's kind of just like (laughs) hidden like and yeah and we get like a press release that says this is how they did in beach and we move forward it's a big deal on the west coast right Mm mm-hmm because, I mean, they can play outside. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that input. It's nice outside. You see what I get? <laughs> Not at Nebraska. Our... We're in there next to the weight room. Yeah. They're... Trev Alberts, give us a full beach. Give us the beach. Uh, well, Sorry. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. There have been a lot of Holmes Lake references this show. Mm-hmm. Entomology and now beach volleyball. I mean, I, full think, circle. I think they'd pack it full. There'd be so many people there. The picnic benches. Nicklin can pick up her bugs. <laughs> In oh, sorry, guys. Hold on. Yeah. I got. I see a bug crawling. <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. I know we kind of got off topic a little bit, but, you know, Nicklin Hames of Nebraska Volleyball, she is coming back with a new position. She's not setting. She's made that public. 
She will be whatever the team needs her, but preferably or just not in the front row. Middle blocker, right? <laughs> yeah. Outside hitter. I'm the new middle blocker. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we filled that position. <laughs> will the energy still be there? We got that on the text line. Will the energy still they, they love the energy. I can't remember the text line because I got out of it, but it was something oh. along the energy um, Milkman says, "I just love how much uh, she, how emotional she gets after they do something great. Will the energy still be there? Oh, it'll still be there. There you go, Milkman. It'll still be there. And Nicklin will still be here next year and the year after that. But don't ask her what she's doing for her grad <laughs> assistant program. She is figuring it out. She starts school tomorrow, and Nicklin's birthday is tomorrow. So everyone, go wish her a happy birthday on Twitter." Um, she's had a stressful week, so it hasn't even started. <laughs> it's Monday, but thank you for taking the time. Um, we will probably have you on in the future. Thank you for on, having me. This on, was a blast. On Nick and Nicole. And Nicklin. And Nicklin and, and, and Nick Sky. <laughs> and Nick Sky. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and that's the kind of it for the first hour of Ticket Week Nights. And then coming up after this, we will have the Nebraska postgame show, kind of. Yeah, I'm curious. There's yeah, tell us, Big Scott. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep your show, Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith, going through the top of the hour. And then whenever the basketball game ends, we'll go ahead and end that show and go into the basketball postgame show. Okay. Fred is heated right now. So oh, Fred's wearing the, the cool shirt. I, I want one of those shirts. They're all wearing them. I want one of them. But he's got like the, the business down low, but casual up top. I kind of like how the pandemic, and I don't like the pandemic, but I like that it's made it more casual for coaches. Yes, yes. Because it's just, just I just wear a t-shirt. I agree. We, we, we're, we're keeping your show going, but we do need to get the break pretty soon here. Okay, we will go to break, and um, after this break, my show will continue to go until the men's game hits, hits zero. Yeah. One, two, three. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I am your host, Nicole Griffith, and I originally have tweeted and I have teased that the Nebraska men's basketball postgame show is coming up from 7 to 8. Can't really have a postgame show if the game's not over. So, <laughs> jokes on you guys listening. Um, more Nicole. What? Ticket weeknights. Okay, so what is um, what is it when the game is going on? It's pregame, postgame, what's... In-game. In-game, thank you. What? This is mid, in -game. mid game Mid-game. Game is happening. All right. So Nebraska. Nebraska is down 73-65 with 2.56 left in the game. They are – okay, plug your ears. They are 6-12, and 0-7 in the Big Ten, have a five-game losing streak, and um, yeah. Yikes. How about those Lady Huskers, though? Those Lady Huskers. Nick, Nicole, before we talk about something exciting, do you know Nebraska men's basketball's record on the road under Fred Hoiberg? Isn't it Five and sixty. That's so. Five and forty. So they're five and twenty-six, or no, they're one and twenty-six on Something the road. Something with ranked opponent, uh, ranked opponent. They are six and fifty-one against high major opponents. What's that even? Power five, I believe, would be considered high major. Wouldn't it also include uh, what the Big East? Yeah, yeah. So there's like power six. Yeah. Oh. In big in I'm basketball. So dumb. I shouldn't have a sport. Oh come on I now. I know sports. Yeah. 
Hey, they're still in this thing. I mean, Bryce at the free throw stripe. We'll see what happens. He has 17 points so far, 18. Um, and Nebraska is within six points. So Yeah, plenty of time. For um, I mean, they, they can shoot the lights out. So Can they? <laughs> I was hoping you guys would figure out what I was going for there, but never mind. They're not good at shooting. They oh, haven't shot well. Got, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, okay. they have not shot so well. So it was like kind of a running joke with Happer. I was like, and it wasn't really a joke. It was just facts. I was like, I have not seen Tomonaga make a bucket. You missed it. He made one earlier today. Well, I have now seen it. Oh, okay. But like for the first like five games, every time I'd watch, I had I had never seen it. It didn't exist. Yeah, there's. It's it's been a a little bit of a disappointment on just Nebraska shooting in general, and then you have that, the layup. There's Bigfoot. There's Bigfoot, and then there's Nebraska's uh, shooting. Yeah, the biggest mysteries in the United States. Once again, another thing that just doesn't transfer. From practice, from preseason to... They get the transfers. They get the transfers, but the transfers don't work out, unfortunately. So, But they tr- got Trey McGowan's back tonight, which they're down six. He just forced a big turnover, it looked like. No, Lapman took a charge. Oh, they're calling that a jump? Or, or a block. I don't know. I didn't Bryce see. reacted very differently. We're not supposed to give play-by-play. We get in trouble. I, I, I knew that. I think Nebraska has the ball, unfortunately. Nope, Indiana has the ball. Um, so... Jump ball. That was a weird jump ball. So, let's talk. Last – no. Yes. Yes. Wow. Last night mm-hmm. was uh, Nebraska women's basketball. So, they're, they're not the Lady Huskers, okay? They're the they're also Nebraska basketball. Big Sky. Well, I just was making, it sh- uh, making sure everyone knew who I was talking about. Yes. The women. Um, Alexis Markowski, coming out mm-hmm. party. Uh, what the heck? Wow. Yeah, six of seven from three. I was just sitting there, and I was like, this game's going to – and I saw the news that Sam Hybe was out due to injury, her shoulder, and then um, Jazz Shelley was not with the team because of illness, and I was like, oh, no, I don't Mm want to watch this game. Like, it was already close at Nebraska two weekends ago with the the full roster, and then they come out, and it's like 16-5 timeout Iowa. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, my gosh. And then – Things happened. The second quarter happened. The second quarter happened. Um, you know, not to say anything about the ze- the people wearing stripes. Um, zebras? Did not you almost said the zebras. I did not say that. <laughs> we could talk um, about them. I'm more they, than happy talking about them. I was going to talk about them. I just don't know what to call them. They, <laughs> the zebras. Um, it was. <laughs> I, I've never I, heard that. It just you've almost never so, heard that? It was just so much. It was so nonchalant that you just almost said, you know, the zebras. And you're like the ze- people wearing the black and white. Are you stripes. allowed to say that? I don't know why not. So they the foul, <laughs> the fouls were total foul count. I tweeted twenty six to six. That was wrong. That was when there was thirty six seconds left. I just looked at a screenshot that someone tweeted at me. It was the final foul count was twenty eight to seven. 28 to 7. That's 7 times 4. Yeah, well. That's 4 times. 4 touchdowns. I'm, okay. Either way. No, well, what's what's wild is it wasn't until the 4th minute in the 3rd quarter that they got called for their first defensive foul. Iowa, that is. Because they got called for 1 in the first half. Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark pushed off in the first half, so it was an offensive foul. Then they didn't get called for their first defensive foul until the four minute mark in the third quarter seems seems a little interesting well like you can play great defense and still foul 
Yeah. That, like, that's the thing. And I said this on the post game last night. I guess give Iowa credit because they practice falling down. And oh yeah, and, and like here's the thing: Jazz to, Shelley tweeted yes. about the flop rule. Well, and, and or it's wanting not, a flop. Rule. It's not even just. And there's multiple programs that do it. Iowa's not the only one, but there's multiple times where a guard was going, and, and Nebraska was staying with them, and they like throw their head back, and the, at that point, and whether or not you when you fall down, you're putting it in the, you're putting it on the official to make a call. And it's all a judgment call. So it's either 50% foul or 50% no foul. You have a, And most of the time, in college basketball, it's going to be a foul. So that's why I said give Iowa credit. They know how to fall down and make it look like a foul because every time they hit the deck they or, or they flip their hair back or flip their head back or whatever, it looks, it like, looks it's like, like a, a foul. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they're getting drilled when they're not. And mm-hmm. when, you give it, when you put it in the arms of the official to decide whether or not it's a foul, they're going to be quick to blow the whistle. It, it was really, really frustrating. Nebraska is um, off until Nebraska women's basketball is off until they play Rutgers comes to town Thursday Mm -hmm. night. So hopefully that um, school starting. um, So kind of some stresses there for student athletes, but hopefully uh, Jazz Shelley and Sam Hybe um, are able to return to full strength. Um, They, I am ready for the Nebraska Iowa round three. Yeah, which won't be until the Big Ten tournament, unfortunately, if they get matched up there. Which um, would be amazing. Which would be really, really good. They get, We get this on the text line, rather lose close and not flop than flop and win a tight one. I would I would honestly be in that same, uh, you know what, I don't know, a win's a win, but I would rather not flop. I would, not, I would rather not be known as the team that flops. Mm-hmm. One interesting thing I saw on Twitter, or maybe it was on our text line um, today, People were mad that they shot so many threes and was like, yo, they need to go, they need to have higher percentage shots. They shot 14 of 30 from three, which is almost 50%. And also, that's part of this team's identity. Amy Williams builds her teams on strong defense and strong three-point shooting. That's you part have of their your, identity. And Alexis a, Markowski was six of seven. You have a true freshman post yeah. who has 27 points. And six three-pointers. And was now selected as the Big Ten Freshman of the Week for the fourth time. She was an SDSU commit. Thankfully, she, she did was. not go to SDSU. She went to my high school. Okay, well, I went to USD, and I didn't want her to go to SDSU. That's a good point. Because, um, well, I remember when she committed to, uh, or, like, decommitted from SDSU and committed to uh, Nebraska, and it was like, someone made the comment, like, can she hang in the Big Ten? Like, yeah. well, she just extended her like what i was just so confused why they weren't guarding her she mm-hmm. she buries one three okay she buries a second buries the third like eventually like you're just not going to respect her you're not going to go yeah. out there and guard her well th- that part and then also when we were talking about you know shooting three in nebraska women's basketball's identity it's that defense i thought they did all right on defense yesterday like part of it was the fouls and yes there were a couple, quite a few that were actually fouls that they called them, but it made the the ones that aren't fouls that they still blew the whistle, made those frustrating. But in terms of like defense last night, I mean Warnock, Michaela Warnock, I believe is her name. Um, she started six of six when they played at Nebraska, and so she was a big kryptonite when they played at Nebraska along with Caitlin Clark last night. They held her to like three of six shooting and only eight points. Like it was, I felt like they they went in with a game plan. You're not going to be able to just stop Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not a thing. She's going to get her points. It's how can you um, weather that storm outside. of Caitlin Clark and still find a way to stay on top. So I thought it was interesting how the scores were so 
similar. They yeah. played Iowa on January 9th. Um, it was 95-86, and then last night was 93-83. Mm-hmm. And that's high-scoring basketball. This team, Nebraska, mm-hmm. this Nebraska Amy Williams' team, is already such a high-scoring team. But right now they're riding a three-game losing streak, and they're 2-4 and four in conference play. But all four of those losses are in conference play. They're 13-4 and four overall. So... I, I just th- they have such a tough they just had such a tough stretch. Well, and that's what I was just going to say. I think it's a big takeaway and something that's really respectable is this four-game stretch. Obviously, it was against three teams. Iowa you played twice. All three of these teams made it to the Sweet 16 or farther in last season's NCAA tournament. Michigan 8th ranked, Iowa 22nd and mm-hmm. Indiana 6th. Yeah. And then Iowa again, they weren't ranked the, t- the second time, but either way, yeah, you're still you're still playing a, a top 25 potential team. Well, Iowa is top 25 now. They're number 25. Okay, so they got put in this morning. They've just yeah. been flirting Yeah, that they've been 22. flirting that top 25. No um, votes ranking. for Nebraska though. No receiving well, votes. Well, and, and what's really important when you take a step back is all the young players that played over this four-game stretch. Alexis Markowski obviously been starting the last four games. Allison Widener's played some big minutes. Kendall Moriarty. Yeah, Kendall Moriarty has played some big minutes these last couple games as well, um, whatever her role may be. So when you look at this roster up and down, the only senior on this team, I believe, is Sam Hybe. The last time Nebraska... No, she's a junior. Or excuse me, there's one senior, Michael Caton. Mm -hmm. Michael Caton's the only senior on this team. Sam Hybe's the only junior. Um, Team is young. Going to be Very young. And they just went through a four-game stretch where they were competitive in every single one of those games. So there's still positives that you can take away from a 10-point loss on the road at Iowa when you're playing an All-American. There we go. They lost. The Nebraska men's basketball game is over. They lose (laughs) 78-71. Mike Woodson. They are 0-8 in conference play. We are going to take a break. Well, this is just the end of Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. And on the other side of this is the men's post-game show i'm leaving okay bye thanks nicole this was fun i'm gonna host the post-game show not bach not stressed at all who knows can't wait to talk about an 0 and 8 team we're gonna do great hey they've won six games they've won six they've just lost 13 positives yes trey mcgowan's is back that's the positives that's positive we'll build off that that's next What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write. So I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast.
Easier said, done.